Hey, 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 buddy. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, look, I'm just a normal guy. Want to hold on to this? Hold on to my mask? You know, put on the mask and it's going to make you strong. Oh, no. My weakness. Small knives. I'm Hunter. I'm Nick. And welcome to NYC Actors Talk Film, where we talk the amazing spider-man well welcome to nyc actors talk spider-man 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 but hey none of those characters are in this one this is the first time we're doing a spider-man movie without those guys this is a deep cut it's a deep cut it's a deep cut we, we're going deeper into the lore oh okay yeah I, I guess uh, yeah, we're yeah. going deeper yeah definitely yes, deeper Yes. We have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, uh, also, as you viewers can tell, we are doing Zoom this time. We're all very excited. <laughs> Love it. For I timing miss- purposes, to get all these episodes out before the end of the year, we're doing this. Patrick O'Connor is our special guest. Hey. Da na na. Na na na. Na 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 na. Da na na. Na na na. No, 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 Look out. All right, that was Patrick O'Connor. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my FU flip-flops. You pretentious <laughs> Sorry! Sorry! My Prada's at the cleaners! My Prada's at the cleaners! <laughs> this, is, this is Patrick's second time on the show. That's right. Uh, we did I Confess, and then we talked a little bit about uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. So if you haven't watched that episode, stay here, but afterward, uh, go back and listen to that, because it's a great episode. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so welcome back, Patrick. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Um, so, guys, <laughs> we we did the Raimi movies. Me and Hunter did the Raimi movies. We did Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. Yes. Third one's a, a little bit of a mixed bag for us, just a bit, but also okay. not as bad as some other people said it was. We like okay. it, even though we don't love it, but as a whole, we yes. love we love the Raimi films, uh, especially the first two, some of our favorite superhero movies ever, uh, at least yeah, in I, my opinion. I don't know about you, Hunter, but I'm assuming same, yes. Same, same I just same. binged your first two, the Spider-Man 1 and 2. Oh, Yes. Well, stay stay tuned uh, for our third oh. one with Jonathan Z. Cantor. Oh, I can't wait. Get ready. Oh, the, the final two minutes, iconic. Get ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I sent you, Hunter. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, so now we're doing this one. So, you know, Sam Raimi, out. Tobey Maguire, out. Kirsten out. Dunst, out. Done. Get out. You're done. Uh, so, but they did have an idea for Spider-Man Four in mind, as mm-hmm. we kind of mentioned before in the last episode, Hunter. That, like, yeah, they were gonna do Spider-Man Four with Sam Raimi with everyone back, um, and they were gonna have Vulture, uh, who John eventually... Malkovich. Oh, what? John Malkovich, baby. That's right, John Malkovich as the Vulture because he was in consideration for a Green Goblin. He didn't get the role, but you know, uh, Sam Raimi was like, I do want him though in these movies, and so he was gonna be Vulture. Um, and they were going to have uh, uh, Black Cat, Fel- Felicia Hardy, and Hathaway was apparently going to play her, but uh, instead she played another cat later on in her career. Actually, the same 
the same year, right? 2012 was both the same year as yeah. the same year as Dark Knight Rises and Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, but two uh, really dark and gritty superhero movies. That's amazing. Right. Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> and uh, they were also apparently going to have Lizard. Um, and so in this one, we get Lizard, obviously. But like in the, you know, in Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, you know, they have Dr. Kirk Connors, who is the Lizard. You know, he shows up in those movies as just like a minor character who's, you know, just a supportive, you know, teacher for Peter, right, in college. Um... And uh, so the, in the fourth one, he was going to become the lizard. They were finally going to, like, pay that off, which I think would be, would still be very interesting if they ever did, mm -hmm. if they ever make a Spider-Man 4, which I feel like they might. They might do it. Anyway, um, so uh, so that all was going to happen. Uh, but uh, uh, Sony being Sony, uh, you know, there's there just so much uh, control with them and so, so much studio interference still, even after the third movie. Um, and so Raimi, unhappy already with the outcome of the third movie, uh, quit. Or uh, not quit, but just, yeah, just left. They, they were like, okay, new direction, we're gonna reboot the franchise. I'm gonna reboot the franchise. So, um, and so like, cause he didn't like where it was going, Spider-Man 4, um, they had all this concept art, all these ideas. But eventually they, they put some of that stuff into Spider-Man 4. So here we are with Spider-Man 4, my boys. Um, how, uh, so after, especially after the Raimi movies, Hunter LaSalle, um, <laughs> what, how, do you, how do you feel uh, about this movie? Like uh, re-watching it again after the fact, after these Raimi movies, how do you feel about the Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. So I think I, I watched the movie this morning. And I think it had a great effect on uh, my viewing of it because we're watching it strictly like right after the Raymond movies. And at first, in the first like probably half hour, I was missing the Raimi movies, man. I was like, these are so like this movie is so different. Like the tone just like such a Debbie Downer, you know, and Raimi's movies are like fun and campy and like kind of corny, but they still have some heart. Um, but by the end of this movie, I, I, I took it for what it is and I liked it. I didn't love it. It's not like my favorite. I don't even know if it tops, um, any of the Raymond movies, but I liked it. Interesting. It's, uh, it's, it's fine, Nick. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. that's, that's, th those are my like initial thoughts. It's fine. Interesting. So Patrick. Uh, mm. you've seen this movie only once, right? In theaters when I, it came out? Uh, once in theaters, my senior year of high school is when this movie came out. Oh, so you, in a way you were Peter Parker. Yeah, in a way. Well, yes, I, I, I thought I was Peter Parker. <laughs> I, I really but did. But instead you were what? The lizard? I was the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought I was Spider-Man. Well, I, I, I figured out that I was actually Green Copy. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I saw it senior year. I I had a really I remember going to the theaters with like such indifference with the movie already as I loved Spider-Man growing up. Like so much so that like when I was a child, I dressed up for Spider-Man as Halloween 
because the the series came out right in 94 right when i was born so there was so much merchandise so i got it all even before i remember and we had face paint in this whole thing and i went into school the next day and broke into the paints and painted my face like spider-man and got sent to the nurse and i remember my mom picking me up saying you can't be spider-man every day patrick uh so your so in other words your mom said to you spider-man yeah. no more yep exactly spider-man no more no more. um no more so i was so the even the the sam remy movies like it was my first superhero it was my first t movie it was the only t pg-13 movie i was allowed to watch as a kid was that series the spider-man 2 was my favorite video game still the best video game of all time pretty iconic and i was really pumped for i bought all the magazines for them describing the fourth the spider-man forever whatever it was supposed to be called so i was really pumped for this movie and looking forward to it um especially with black i love black cat and her relationship i think it brings such an interesting dynamic so and we still haven't really got that yet and we still haven't i mean like got... uh, uh black cat shows up in amazing yes. spider-man 2 but she's not black cat yet and they're no. like oh she's gonna be black cat and it never happened it never happens they do it really well in all the video games though i think yeah even the new yeah. one um yeah the new one yeah especially yeah yeah uh but then we got this trailer and i was so annoyed i was i remember thinking it must have been announced in 2010 maybe 2011 that like andrew garfield was gonna play and i was pretty indifferent because he was british and i knew he was british oh. to the movie well it's, it's like it's not, it really mad, but i remember thinking like ah like ah, oh, oh, i know um i'm joking yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> or am i yeah even though I think he's, I looked up now he's like half American. I didn't know this. His dad's American, which oh, makes, really? more, makes more sense with his accent. Uh, yeah, okay. But I hello, remember, I'm Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> great yeah. power comes great <laughs> useful <laughs> ability. <laughs> hello. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I remember going to the movie theaters <laughs> and thinking, and I remember seeing the trailer come out and it changed my perspective because the trailer showed the scene, which I think is a great scene and the best scene in the movie when he saves the kid falling on the bridge and taking off the mask. I'm like, oh, they got it. They got friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which they didn't get in the movie, but they got in that one scene. So right, it kind yeah. of put me up and then I went to the movie and I thought it was, oh, I thought I had a lot of potential. I thought I was like indifferent. I thought he was like everyone's gripe with it when I was especially a senior in high school. I was like, oh, he's he's too cool to be Peter Peter Part. He's already I already see him as a diff like uh, uh, I, I don't see him as a underwhelming high school kid. He's already a pretty confident man at this point. Um, so you thought it was OK? I thought it was OK, but I thought I had a lot of potential. I remember the last scene like there was two scenes i remember before i rewatched it it was um and one of them was the last scene when you had the bulletin board of everything of all the potential storylines i remember leaving the movie like oh they have so many directions to go with this and i remember thinking oh this could be a tv show 
because there's so many different story story lines they're throwing out there and this and that's that was my thought leaving it like wow where are they gonna go it could be really cool moving forward now that he is spider-man you know right yeah and i think ever since uh spider-man 3 that's kind of been the big like kind of problem with these spider-man movies it's like oh there's so much we can do but it's like wait wait wait, slow down (laughs) maybe like just like pick one thing first Mm -hmm. and then if it's good then you can do all this crazy shit or then you can do all these like amazing mm -hmm, uh things with uh the the character with the the universe of spider-man but they always like kind of blow their load i mean i mean this one obviously is like stripped back more than say like spider-man 3 but yeah. even then, I don't know because yeah, I I have an interesting relationship with this movie because that when I saw it in theaters as a kid, I didn't really have a lot of uh, positive thoughts about the Raimi movies. I didn't, I you know, we, I kind of talked about this before, but like how, yeah, I didn't really like have a. You know, I didn't really grow grow up with them. I I I didn't. I I they weren't fondly remembered. Uh, for me so going into this one not really watching the other ones that much maybe once or twice as a kid but like watching this one i was like oh this is so cool like he's cool i love it and it's like dark knight where it's like kind of grounded and realistic and edgy and all this stuff and and back then i was like yo this is fucking awesome you know like i was like yeah this is exactly what i want in a superhero movie um now now you know watching it again i'm like wow this is everything i don't want in a superhero movie it's like and and there are some good things to talk about in the movie for sure and i think i think we'll all agree there are some good moments in it that stand out but i think for me at least as a whole it's such a just shrug of a movie unfortunately especially after the raimi movies it's just like yeah this one doesn't really have a lot of heart at all this one doesn't have a soul a vision mark webb I feel like they just got that guy because he had Webb in his last name. I don't know. He he did Five Hundred Days of Summer, which yeah. I haven't seen, but I heard is quite good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen Five Hundred Days. I have not oh, seen it. No, it's it's really good. Like apparent, like apparently he can do like small scale, like romantic movies, right? And so on paper, that's that makes sense for Spider Man because we talked about this before, Hunter. But like the really, even though all this crazy superhero stuff is happening in Spider Man One, Two, Three. Really, it's about the relationship between Mary Jane and Peter Parker. That's kind of the emotional core of it. And I think those movies do that relationship, for the most part, really, really well. Um, And that's the focus. So, like, on paper, this is, like, it's good to, like, have that focus again of Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy and Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. And that's, like, the core, like, their relationship, right? On paper, that's great. But in practice, the, the the relationship is barely there for me. I know they were dating in real life at the time. Um, but besides, like, a few, like, cute little moments, I didn't really feel their relationship as a whole uh, uh, from a, a script level, from even a performance level. Um, they're, they're both great actors and actresses, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I just think this was just so dull and just so uh, uninspired. It, 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 uh and like all, everything to do with like the villain and like the parents and like oh yeah you know spider-man one of the most like you know one of the most human superhero heroes ever that we've ever had um and it's about you know like saving people being steady being a good person oh let's focus on yeah uh, who were his parents 
Who cares? <laughs> All we care about is Spider-Man. That's who we care about. And because they're so focused on other things, and like Oscorp, and the parents, and the spiders, and it's like, no one cares about that. No one cares about that. And they thought they, like, we cared about that. Because we've had, you know, these Raimi movies where it's like, oh, great, um, uh, let's do something new. But like, this is like, not the direction I don't think any superhero movie should go in. So I, I did not like this movie. Yeah, I, I understand the, like, because the movie opens, and it's, like, all about, like, the parents. And so I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. you even said it before um, uh, I, we watched it. But I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's cool that they mention them, and it, and it leads to a, a, a pretty great scene with Uncle Ben and Peter. And, and he's talking about, like, oh, like, your dad was, like, all about responsibility. And then he's like, oh, well, where, where is he then? Where is he? And I, I, I liked that. But yeah, I don't need them. But it then doesn't go anywhere in this movie. It, it's clearly yeah. like just trying to set up the next movie. And it's they, like, because yeah, the marketing at the time, if you guys remember, was like, oh, who are his parents? Like, you're going to finally figure out the secret of Spider-Man. And it's like, I don't care about the secret of Spider-Man. <laughs> the, the secret of Spider-Man is that he's a good person and that we relate to him and he's human. And that he struggles with personal stuff and superior stuff that's why we like him he's for the people that's that's it yeah. that's all we need to know we've had three movies of that and then this movie's like oh but wait the parents and it's like i don't give a shit about that the yeah. the, the the thing that we like is that like uncle ben is his father whatever happened to his fa real father his biological father happened his father's uncle ben and mm. he, and his father was taken away from him and it was kind of almost because of him and how is he going to deal with that how's he going to day by day be better that's what spider-man's about and this movie i feel like doesn't really do that yeah i think web i was just reading kind of like web's vision with this and like <laughs> web always in, even in 500 days of summer he like presents like an overarching question and tries to answer it and that's oh who like, are joseph gordon levitt's parents or <laughs> yeah exactly but that's, that's what they do in 500 summer's parents who are they yeah <laughs> i'm joking but like i think uh like 500 summer was all about fate and for this what he was talking about is like how who is peter parker and how does one become spider-man with no parents and i think if they would have there was touches of them trying to play with that but they didn't commit to it like exactly because on, on paper that could be interesting yes because like even like i was reading their cast martin sheen as uncle ben trying to make him more blue collar and right. not relate to peter because peter's uh the parkers were more intellect and i was like and like you could see that fight almost there but they didn't commit to it um that's such a good point patrick yeah because it's there if they wanted to really play yeah. with it like blue collar you know every man yeah. versus like you know oh high and mighty like into intellectual types yeah absolutely exactly and like we we if if we look at that scene even when the water's bursting underneath and like peter knows exactly what to do and uncle ben is still trying to figure it out if we would have made a conflict right off the bat like i don't connect with uncle ben and on a like as peter parker like and, and even if it's different, at least that conflict would have, I don't know, answered the vision of the movie, Webb's question. 
better. Absolutely. And I think actually I have the opposite reaction with you uh, with you, uh, from uh, I have the opposite reaction that you have, Hunter, when it comes to the first 30 minutes. I actually kind of like it and then it becomes like superhero schlock and it's like, "Oh, then why do I care?" Like why did we build this up just to not do anything with it? And 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 clearly and you know there's been so many stories now about this, but like clearly this movie was chopped up to bits, editing wise. There were things, a lot of deleted scenes that were cut. You know, they're on the cutting room floor. You know, with Kurt Connors, and we'll get into like each individual like character performance very very soon. But like, yeah, there's so many things that like they filmed and just never, and it's just not in the movie. Yeah, yeah you can you can tell too. You can obviously you could clearly tell. But- specifically with uh dr connors i felt like like i i got it you know what i mean i get what he wanted to do and stuff like that but i feel like him as a person was like lo- I, I it was yeah lost. who are you yeah yeah exactly and it, and it, i know it has nothing to do with that actor because that actor is fucking great and so it's like all right what happened here right like something clearly happened behind the scenes mark webb clearly didn't make the movie he wanted to make sony interfered and so we were talking before about this last episode about like sony interfering and this one i think it's just getting worse (laughs) oh well i there's a there's uh peter parker pulls out his phone and it's like a sony phone and i was like oh is it a sony movie (laughs) oh but but uh but the bad guys don't have sony phones (laughs) and and computers no they they did not Nope. I thought that that was so hilarious when he pulls out the Sony phone. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, just fucking punch me in the face with it. I know. Even when he's like, I, you know, I thought when he was playing the game on his phone, I always remembered it as words with friends because I was such an iPhone. <laughs> and then it like turned on and was like the dumb brick. I was like, right, it's a Sony phone and they're playing a silly Sony game, you know? Yeah. Um, also, Patrick, you, uh, you mentioned that like he's too cool to be Peter Parker. I totally got like when the when the jock was picking on him and then like he was like scared to talk to Emma Stone or whatever. I was like, "Bro, you're like an att- you're way too attractive to be to be like, oh god. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the movie starts with just like him not even really being bullied. It has to be another kid being exactly. bullied and he's like, "Hey, I got you." It's like, yeah, it it just does it's not very believable. You know what it is? It's not even like People always bring up, oh, he skateboards, he takes foot, whatever, he's good looking. But there's a there are plenty of like uncool, good looking skateboarding camera like photo taking kids in high school. Yeah. What is is he's already confident. He's confident from the start with standing up to flash, with talking with girls. He he already he already like oozes confidence. Exactly, because in the Tobey Maguire movies, there's so much weight to like him like progressing and being better and being a little worse with some things when he's first starting out. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, it's interesting. Like we're actually taking the time to do all this stuff. But in this movie, it's like, all right, uh, mm, he's got powers now. He's gonna bully uh, the uh, what's a Flash Thompson for a little bit, you know. And it's yeah. just like, uh, then where are we leading to? Where he's just he's just kind of stagnant. Like, he's just here the whole movie almost. Exactly. And if Webb wanted that Peter Parker arc of, like, find, like finding being a quote-unquote, like, grown-up or a man with Spider-Man, like, growing up as Peter Parker, starting with that confidence, it, it doesn't, like you said, it just is an even plan, plane. There's nowhere to move. Yeah, I think in some parts that works because, like, you start to... I mean, even though this isn't who Peter Parker is and that, that there's a problem, 
with uh, that movie in, in that way. But, um, like, I don't know. He's just, like, a cocky little shit. And, like, even, like, the, the, the not-my-policy thing, like, that almost works. Yeah, because Tobey Maguire yeah. was like that, too. It's not like Spider-Man can't be, like, you know, flawed or, or he can't be, like, you know, selfish or, like... Yeah, what you said, like, yeah. kind of like a cocky little shit. But yeah, like, and then I think yeah. in this movie, it, like, it's just a different interpretation other than the Raimi movies where it feels like it's a little bit more heart to it because it's like, oh, he's just like a, a nerd, you know what I mean, that, like, is wants to be a good person and wants to do the right thing, whereas Andrew Garfield's, like, I, I don't fit in but I'm cocky. And he acts and like I, a villain the whole movie. Yeah, and that's my... Which is weird. Gotta, yeah, it's like <laughs> I got to learn how to do the right thing now because I have... You know what because I mean? Because the, the lizard is turning people into lizards. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's yeah. way well, different. I, Super and strange. also Dennis Leary hates me. Um, so let, <laughs> let's Dennis talk... Dennis Leary's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's also in the movie, and we'll talk about him. Didn't remember that. <laughs> doing, uh, I know, I had to remind y'all. Um, <laughs> but uh, before Andrew Garfield was cast, let me just go over all the actors who were considered for the role. It's quite a big list, so I'm just going to kind of list them all. So Taylor Lautner, uh, Josh Hutcherson, which could have been maybe okay. I, I, my vote's with Josh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like him, but eh. you yeah. know, uh, I'm glad. It, you know, he did hit record, so it's fine, right? He, I mean, he's fine, lot, right? I mean, yeah. if we leave in, in 2012, he was in Batman. I mean, like that's right. That's true. He he was still uh, he still had a pretty decent career. Yeah, yeah but like picture him like he's a muscular cot like that's yeah, I don't know you know yeah I think yeah. it could have maybe worked I don't know maybe maybe I haven't seen that much from him but I think it could have worked maybe um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson funnily enough <laughs> um, Logan Lerman Jamie Bell Daniel Radcliffe I think that would have been interesting. Mm. That would have been an interesting choice. Michael Sarah. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Logan Lerman also would have been um, an interesting choice. I would have liked yeah. to see that. Uh, Michael Sarah, which, no. 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 <laughs> uh, Alden Ehrenreich, uh, Han Solo himself. Yes. Yes, that's my pick. Yeah. That's my pick. Yep. Uh, Zach Efron, no. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Maybe. Maybe. I could see him more as like a Harry Osborn. Yeah, that that's actually a good point. Yeah, I think he could do a good Harry. When was Kick Ass? What year was that? I think that when was 2010. 2010. Oh, okay. Some somewhere around there. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was already being a superhero. Um yeah. Xavier Samuel, Jim Sturgis. Some of these names. Oh, are. Jim Sturgis. Oh, yeah. I know who that is. Uh, he's from uh, <laughs> Across the Universe. Oh, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. That would have been interesting. Uh, Drake Bell. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Liam. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Liam Akin. Anton Yelchin, which I think that would have been a good choice. Ooh. Anton Yelchin yes. would have been great. Yes. 
Um, and I don't know if he was ever seriously considered, but at the time, Donald Glover was uh, heavily pushed by fans and by people on the internet, like, oh no, he should be Spider-Man. Now he can't. Now, like, if they did, if they somehow did another reboot, he couldn't do it now. But at the time, I think he would have been a great... Uh, I don't know if uh, race bent Peter Parker or Miles Morales. I would have been fine either way with whatever yeah. they did. But uh, he would have been a good Spider-Man. He does show up in Spider-Man Homecoming, a movie we will discuss uh, later. Andrew Garfield. So how do we feel about his performance overall? I like him. I like him. I like him as it. It's a different interpretation. It's not anywhere near Tobey Maguire. Um, but I think Andrew Garfield is pretty great in almost everything I've seen him in. I've never seen Andrew Garfield be bad. So, and I, I, he made me feel some stuff where I probably, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have with this movie. But yeah, I, I really liked him in it. Cool. Yeah. I, uh, I love him. I love Andrew Garfield. We just watched tick, tick boom a week or so ago and he's amazing in that movie. Yep. Um, if he doesn't get an Oscar nomination, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna become yeah. the the Green Goblin, <laughs> um, uh, or I'm gonna become the Lizard. Yes. Oh wait, no, I'm gonna become the le- uh, the Lizard. <laughs> I'm gonna become the Lizard. Poor yeah. Peter Parker. <laughs> Remember when he said that? That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so he's an amazing actor. He was great in like Hatchstall Ridge. He was amazing in Social Network, obviously. Fuck you, Flip Flops. Um, and, you know, like he, he's an amazing actor. And I think out of all the Spider-Man actors we've had, he probably has the brightest career ahead of him. He already ha- and you know what I mean? Like he has a future. Like he's one of those actors that you know will be... He's going to be constantly working. That's how good he is. Like, you know, he's just amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can say that about Walter McGuire is not doing much anymore. Um, and Tom Holland, I don't know. Uh, He'll play Nathan Drake for a movie, but I don't know. What else is he going to do with his career? I don't know. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but I love him, though. I love Tom Holland. Um, but, yeah, so Andrew Garfield is great, but I don't. he's not a great Spider-Man to me. I, I don't think it's his fault. I think he was clearly very passionate about the role. He 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 loved the comics as a kid. You know, he loves he loved the characters since he was like three. So he was very excited to do the movie. Like he was preparing. So like you know he studied the movement of spiders. And so like he even with like when he's Peter Parker, he wanted to like emulate th- those movements in some way. And I think that that stuff really works when it's just like him. You know, just like doing his thing. And I think, like, yeah, there's a bit of a charm to him. He's too cool, but I don't know if, once again, I don't know if that's his fault necessarily, but, like, yeah, he's too cool, and, and, and you know, he's attractive, but, like, that's that shouldn't be the problem necessarily that he's too attractive. Yeah. It's really just that he's too cool. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head, Patrick. Confident. Yeah. yeah, too confident, too too sure of himself. Like, you know, obviously he has some moments of, like, but, like, no. for the most part, he's like, yeah, I got this. You know, I'm going to find Uncle Ben's killer, and, like, yeah. I'm going to become Spider-Man. Yeah, that was nice, saving that kid. It was nice. You know, so there, there's not a lot of struggle and conflict with him in, in his performance and in the script. So, like, I think that's where my troubles lie, where it's just, like, once again, very stagnant. 
uh, character arc or characterization, performance, whatever. I love him though, and I think I don't think he's a bad Spider-Man. I just think he's in a bad Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I think it, it doesn't fit. I think that yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. if they made a movie of the PS4 Spider-Man, I think Garfield would kill that role. As oh like yeah, the eight-year-old already established going yes. through like. Am, should I be with this girl? Should I'm um, dealing with all this? I've already had an affair with Black Cat. All this fun stuff. You're right. An already yeah. established, P, like Peter Parker man. I think. Yeah, Garfield, I think that's pro- like so that's well. that's it because like they were going to do Spider Man Four, right? And yeah. then they scrapped it and like okay reboot. But like now he's like back to square one, right? The character in this in yeah. this new franchise. But it's like yeah, maybe if they I don't know, obviously not literally continue the Raimi movies but like maybe just like get him to a place where he's already an established Spider-Man yeah maybe that would have worked better yeah and I think we're we're also like in 2012 we're becoming less forgiving of older actors playing high school students right it's, even with Emma like we, we already have seen them in in years past like in the social network already a college student with garfield and then with emma stone with all these high school movies you are they felt so much older i remember watching in high school being like oh they're not high school students and i think in the in the sam movies we forgive them because they move forward so quickly out of high school exactly they're eight they're technically 18 they're yeah. just about to graduate co- uh, uh high school <laughs> and uh yeah. You know, so like you forgive that a little more, but they're literally seventeen they're seniors in, in high, high school. school. Yeah, the last yeah, one okay. of the last scenes is in high school in a classroom, and you're like, oh. Like, also, okay. like yeah. one of the, <laughs> oh. the the big fight basically takes place in, near the lockers, and I I thought that that was like why why like the like you guys were saying like the Raimi movies like. They move past it already in the second movie, like MJ's yeah. on Broadway. And so like just on Broadway doing a weird show, one man show, one woman show. <laughs> but in this, like they're they're fight the whole like most of the fights are in high school. Yeah, well the, the and, and obviously later on the MCU Spider Man stuff, like that's fine because he could pass as a teenager and like, mm-hmm. you know, it feels like an authentic high school experience which we'll get into i know you haven't seen those movies hunter but um but yeah with this one yeah it just feels so off (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. uh what do you guys feel about um martin sheen as uncle ben so obviously he's not nearly as good as uh cliff robinson uh in the raimi movies he's the perfect uncle ben he always will be i mean like I, i i can't see any other actor being as perfect uh but i don't know we'll see but um, Tom McGuire, No Way Home. Anyway, anyway. Um, um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but I like Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. I, I don't, I, once again, there's no, there's really no weight to when he dies. I felt absolutely nothing, which you have to feel kind of everything when he dies, and that just didn't happen. I think part of it is because, and we'll get into it a little later, but like the death scene doesn't work. I think it's so awfully edited and so like what just happened did he like he ran towards the gun but we'll get it but we'll get into that but like i like what you were saying before patrick about like blue collar uncle ben obviously uncle ben was pretty blue collar in the 
uh, Sam Raimi movies, but they really like focus on that more. Like, hey, let me fix this. Hey, you want to come downstairs and fix this thing with me? Yeah. You know, the water or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's interesting. I I, I like that kind of like push of of a blue collar, more blue collar Uncle Ben and everything. And that like he isn't perfect. He isn't yeah. like this like hey. It's all right, Peter. Just got to keep steady. He's a little bit like, hey, what the hell, Peter? What is that? What'd you do? Why'd you do that? And it's like, okay, that's interesting. That's a different interpretation of Uncle Ben. He's not this perfect guy. He's a little, he gets a little angry at, at, at Peter. Or he's like, hey, why'd you talk to Anthony like that? Apologize. Be a man. And it's like, cool. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he's barely in it. And not to say that he needs to be in the whole movie. But yeah, it just, it, I think it's just, it comes with, the editing and the and the way it's done, the execution is just so like uh, he was there and now he isn't, and I don't feel much. Yeah, that death scene was like I literally said, "What you fucking idiot, Uncle Ben? What are you doing? <laughs> you did this what to yourself." You... And that's also like the thing, like Sam, the Sam Raimi movies. It's like, ooh, it's kind of sort of Tom McGuire's fault. It's mm -hmm. sort of Peter Parker's fault, and that's the big like, ooh, ah. Like, you know, it's complicated. But with this, it's like, Uncle, this is Uncle Ben's fault. Yeah. <laughs> so, really with, uh, so I guess uh, I, my uncle was an idiot anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he has nothing to learn. He has nothing yeah, to just, learn. You just gave Peter a hard time about not picking up uh, Aunt May for walking home in the dangerous streets. And you're just running around later yeah, at I'm night in the dangerous streets. That's literally what I thought. I was like, well, looks like Uncle Ben shouldn't be walking the streets at night alone. Okay? Yeah, right? Yeah, the problem really is you, Uncle Ben. <laughs> but Uncle yeah, ben. but but I, I overall, I like it. But once again, it just doesn't really yeah. mesh with everything. Every Everything seems just a little too off. Every, every performance to me, everything feels a little off. I know you guys like this movie more than me, so I don't know if you guys want to chime in with more more like positive stuff or whatever what other performances you want to maybe praise um <laughs> i don't know praise i just think or or say like good <laughs> i just think there's like a little like more there's potential to be had and like even yeah. with martin sheen's performance i think like he wanted to go the blue collar route and like yeah well maybe in the next one he'll do better Oh, yeah, maybe, right? Uh, oh, oh, oh. But maybe in no way home. Maybe in no way home. No way home, right? Everyone's coming back for no way home. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, but even like, have you guys listened to Sally Fields talk about her role when she did Stern? Uh, a, like mm -mm. a little, a little bit, but elaborate. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just essentially she's like, yeah, I did the role as a favor. It's a two dimensional character, and there's nothing to her, and I hated it. And you're like, wow. Well, that sucks because there could have been this really beautiful thing, you know. I, it's especially if we have this, if the whole point is for Peter to be so disconnected from everyone um from from his aunt from his uncle from to help him propel himself into manhood or spider-man uh and it's too bad that the in the fields flat her performance in it too. yeah because on paper i like sally fields as aunt may and i the raimi movies showed that she's not a two-dimensional character and so it's weird 
for her to say that and and but also i i totally get that like the material she was given was pretty like basic so i get it yeah, yeah she didn't have too much to do like she was making tea all the time i noticed yeah that. and and, and bad meatloaf making tea. yeah yeah bad meatloaf good meatloaf i don't know i don't know right spiders are hungry it, you know it's a meatloaf that beats all other meatloaf <laughs> i didn't write it he they did i know they I wrote know. that i, I know hunter that. lasalle um LaSalle. but yeah lasalle um so yeah i i don't have much to say about sally fields just like whatever <laughs> sorry yeah. sorry that you didn't like the character sally um but uh, emma stone however emma stone okay uh great. let's let's get this out of the way uh she's so freaking beautiful in this movie i my heart skipped a beat every time she showed up but she's she's pretty good in it i actually i think she's probably my favorite performance in the movie uh i think she has some of the funniest lines the, uh, some of the, the the most like charming moments is when they're like talking to each other i think mostly because of her and her kind of like sarcastic wit about her uh but yeah she looks beautiful she does i think like she finds out or go no, ahead, oh hunter go for it yeah oh well i was just gonna say when she finds out that uh that andrew garfield or peter parker is spider-man it is so funny she's like oh my god and then like they start kissing i was like dang she thinks that's so hot <laughs> that's so funny like what a move that is yeah. a move right there move. hey i'm spider-man yeah. come here yeah come here yeah, yeah wait. come here come here <laughs> but yeah um but yeah i like her though i mean like i i don't know uh, Gwen Stacy in this movie. I don't know her thoughts, her desires, what she wants. Uh, Emma Stone is really like giving it her all, though. And I think the only reason I give the performance a, a pass is because I, I like her in the role. But I think from once again, from like a character standpoint, from a script level, it's just like I don't know who this character is. You know, people complain about Mary Jane, but at least like you get what she wants you get her arc at least you know especially in the first two movies like she you know it's like peter like you know you were you helped me along why can't you be there for me and that's such an that's such a nice engaging thing even though she's a damsel in distress whatever which is clearly you know as problematic problematic as that is like this one tries to fix because like you know she's helping uh, Spider-Man with like you know uh, the the cure or whatever right and she's like going to the lab and she's like kind of fending for herself with the thing the fire or whatever um, but it's just not enough still like I get that they want to like be better and like okay she's not a damsel but like what are you what are you doing yeah you helped a little bit but is that it like that's all that's really like the like that's being better with female characters really <laughs> she made the antidote <laughs> she helps uh, with the oh. I don't know the cure the blue stuff. <laughs> it's like that's it. Like there's no because at least with Mary Jane there was like an emotional like help there or like you know like her purpose wasn't just damsel like at least like you know there was an emotional core there. With Gwen it's nothing. It's it's actually too practical. Like okay she did this thing this plot thing. That's it. Yeah. She you know, she hits the lizard with a trophy. Yeah. doesn't stop him well it uh 
She tried. <laughs> she tried. tried that's true. That's true. You know, I think, like, for Gwen, uh, it would have worked if they were younger. If they were younger actors. Yeah. Because I think for Gwen and Peter, it was, um, because, uh, like, I, uh, I, I just think it's like a Romeo and Juliet type of romance in the beginning. And it ends. Yeah, it's with, horny as all hell. It's horny as all. It's all about sex, baby. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Like, I think with with like younger looking actors, it would be more like cute, like oh, like yeah, oh, this exactly. is a sweet, you know, endearing like, romance. Everyone gets that in high school of like having this unrequ unrequited love for someone, and you like Romeo and Juliet, right? They don't know what to do with themselves, but they make everything about it. Even though you're like, right. oh, you're gonna grow up so fast and realize it's so silly. Um, and especially because it works with Gwen Stacy too, I think, because a lot of like fans know sh her demise, right? right? What's gonna happen? Actually, that's kind of the only thing people know about her character yeah, is that exactly. she dies, which isn't great. And no. thankfully, they kind of they kind of fixed that uh, later on with like Spider Gwen, and like she's like her own yeah. hero in in the multiverse, which is like, hey, that's something at least instead of just. Hey, I know this character because she dies. She's fridged, and that's not great. No, but I but I do hear you though, Patrick. About like you could have played more with like maybe some of the more positive attributes of that character in the comics. Yeah, I I think a hundred percent. But but yeah, but you know, Emma Stone. It, it, once again, it's it's it, it's kind of cute in some moments. It's a little charming. Her performance, I I don't mind all that much. And once again, Andrew Garfield, I don't mind really. It, it it's more just like characterization because yeah, there's a few moments that I I like the both of them like together or like you know their own scenes. You know, like you know when he's saving the kid, for example. Um, I I don't think it's a very good scene, but I like him in the scene when he's tr being nice with the kid. Like, hey, buddy, it's all right. Hey, just put on the mask. It's all right. Like, that's cute. I mean, I I, I think the way the scene is like edited is so weird. Like with the fire in the background, clearly CGI, mm -hmm. and it's like the kid in slow motion just going like, e -e 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 -e. and it's like, <laughs> uh, uh. But on paper, it's it's so good. Like him like saving a life. And that's his kind of turn to like being a you know like a a hero instead of just like a vigilante trying to get Uncle Ben's killer you know like that kind of turn would have worked so well and on paper it does it's, it's, it's I just don't think the scene's all that great but I, I but but talk about the scene I know you guys like it so you know go ahead I I, I like yeah I don't have a really any like complicated thoughts on it though but I liked it. I don't. I don't. I didn't have a problem with it. Very good, Hunter. Great, <laughs> Patrick. I love, throw in my two cents. I, yeah, I, it's one of my favorite scenes in all Spider-Man movies. Okay. Actually, because it shows friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Because I'm with the small, the community. I I save the individual, and I do this. And the mask is just to protect. But I'm just a normal guy. And when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, they got the vibe, right? It's the same thing with, like, in Spider-Man 2 with the train scene, right? I'm part, like, we're, he's one of us. He's just one of us. And, like, that's what I love about the scene. And I think it that at least they, in the newer movies, I feel like they don't even have that type of scene quite yet. Um, where he's just one of, of, of us. Um and at least this movie tried to do that. 
in it um helped justify the like the crane uh montage at the end of the movie do you like the do you like that montage do we like that montage the crane stuff because that uh, i feel like that's just like the raimi movies again but worse yeah. <laughs> a yeah. little gimmicky Mm -hmm. But that's a great point, Patrick, about that scene. I, I, I don't. Maybe I'm I'm shitting on it a little too much, but yeah, I I do I do like that he saves an individual in that scene. I think that's a really key moment of just Spider-Man in general. So I'm glad they did that. That's true. Yeah, it is interesting though, because we have that moment where he's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and then we have right when he gets bit by the spider, he's beating up New Yorkers on the subway. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you guys notice uh, when he's fighting the guy, he's black, and then, like, one editing trick later, he's a white guy? Yeah. <laughs> did you notice that? that? me off. Yeah. And I you was know, like, whoa. What? Did, did you Scared of white. <laughs> did, did you hear where the train is going? Did you notice that? No. It goes, next stop, Coney Island. <laughs> like, why? why is he going to Coney Island? He lives in Queens. Why, Why is he, he on the queue? To That's the, you're going downtown, buddy. You gotta go up. You're going so the wrong way. <laughs> Where are you going, Peter? Well, asleep. I, I, it was like, why is he going to Coney Island? There's no scene in Coney Island. There's no part of Brooklyn. I was just like, it, it bugged me so much. That's something I <laughs> yeah. thought about uh, this movie that I, I love about the Raimi movies. It's so New York, right? Like they almost yeah. like it's like a character in itself. This movie, I was like, this could be fucking anywhere. Which funnily then, enough, they actually filmed the whole movie in New York as opposed to the uh, as opposed to the other ones. But this one feels less of a New York movie. It's so crazy. weird. Yeah. Yeah weird as hell movie man like even the, they tried with the crane and maybe they should have i thought it was weird they cast c thomas howell as like the crane guy like jack because it's such a no they shouldn't have used such a known actor because for me i was like oh he's too big he has to come back oh the dad after, the dad yeah he's oh, uh yeah. He was like uh, in the Outsiders. Yeah, he's he's pony boy. yeah, Pony Boy. Yeah, and so I knew he was gonna come back later in the movie. But if it would have been like a true, like unknown New York guy, maybe it would have made that crane scene work a little better. Now, yeah, totally. I, I will say something that I, um, it's not entirely true with the Raimi movies, but like it works for some reason. I feel like this movie. It's like such a stacked cast, if that makes sense. Like there's so many famous, like even like with Pony Boy being the random New York guy. It's like, that's so weird. Whereas like in the Raimi movies, it just felt so real because like, I don't know, like Uncle Ben, like I, I bet you that actor's in a lot of things, but I don't, I don't know. So it's like- it. Right, I hear you. Like, like they're not so recognizable that you're like, well, Juan the Foe is like a big, like actor at the time yeah see that that's why i said it's not entirely true but for some but reason, but i but for a lot of those roles you're absolutely right yeah yeah uh, like I, you guys said something interesting in your podcast about the room about it felt like an independent movie mm. um and i think you're right on the money hunter and like this felt like a big blockbuster like i'm gonna heavy hitters in each role and try to make it a blockbuster which is funny yeah. because mark webb started out 
doing smaller movies like 500 days of summer so him doing this one i mean i think this is just the perfect example of like when people complain online or whatever about like you know they just get these indie directors for these big movies to use them i think this is like the perfect example of that in my opinion yeah no it, it is it's like and i'll use the uncle ben comparison in the raymond movies i'm like oh he could be my uncle he could i martin i'm like that's martin sheen Right. No matter how great Martin Sheen that's is. That's Sally Fields is Aunt May. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's like that's a – he's a fantastic actor. But in the, it, this, it's like, well, he's Martin Sheen. So I don't believe it. And they kind of – and, you know, people have said this, you know, so so much. But, like, you know, they, they dance around the, the, the quote, with great power comes great responsibility. And it's like I get in a way that you don't want to just, like, do that. But honestly, like, if you're gonna, if you show like Batman's parents being killed every Batman movie, like, you can, you can say with great power comes great responsibility again. It's mm-hmm. like that. It's just that iconic. It's like, like Hulk smash. It's like you just say it. It's fine. Yeah, Everyone, it's, all the, all the iterations say it. It's fine. It's a or they should anyway. They should. It's timeless. It's timeless. So just say it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my hot. <laughs> that's my hot take. I guess of the of the line with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Just say it. <laughs> you fuckers mix it in mix I, and it i love in. mcu spider-man but like it's the same kind of thing like he he dances around that quote and it's like uh that one works a little better and i think we'll we'll get into it more with his movies but like but like with this one it's just like just say it motherfucker you know you want to <laughs> yeah they definitely want to they're like ah should we should we not should we save it for the voicemail um yeah what do you guys think of the imagery of the movie? Like I've like I think the like in Sam Remy's movie, there's so many iconic stills of the of the movie, and in this one, it, it just feels like they were trying so hard to capture that iconic, like like him sitting doing homework or him breaking the backboard. I don't know what did what did you guys think of that? I felt like it was trying to. I'll go with the breaking the backboard and then like when he slams the door, the glass breaks. I don't know. I felt like it was trying to be like a bit that yeah. wasn't necessarily funny. It was just kind of awkward and weird and made him seem like an asshole. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. like I totally agree with when, you. Especially when he slams the door and the glass breaks. And then he, just, he turns around for a second and then walks away. And I was like, you dick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but that's how I feel about that. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I mean, you said it perfectly, Patrick. Yeah, the Sam Raimi movies, it's like, it's like a painting almost, those frames, man. And I, I love how idiosyncratic they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and this one is just like flat, dull, lifeless gray. And it's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is not what I want in superhero movies right now. Oh my God. And this is like totally like that trend. It, like it started with like, after Dark Knight, everyone was like, oh, that's what these movies should look like. They should look realistic and dark and gritty and gray and gray and gray and gray and gray. And it's like, no, they, you know, and some, some superhero movies work that way. Like the Dark Knight movies look great because that's Batman, you know, like they, and you know, not to say they they should be like totally lifeless and dull, but like, you know, that, that kind of works a little better with Christopher Nolan's world. With Spider-Man, it should never work. It should never work like that. Like it's, there should always be, 
some color to it and, and more like a, more of an optimistic kind of aura about it visually and, you know, spiritually, you know, and yeah, with Spider-Man, that should, he should literally never be dark and gritty like that. It's so silly. Well, how do you guys think of the suit? I liked it. I don't like it as much, obviously, as Raimi's suit. I love that. That's just iconic. This one, I was like, oh, it's cool. It looks slick. It looks like, uh, it looked nice. It looked, yeah, but it's not as classic as like uh, Tobey Maguire. I like the idea of him like making his own suit and, or, well, he made his suit last time too, but like this one like looks like so much like, yeah, he just like took a basketball and made it the head or whatever. So on paper, like that stuff is cool and different. It just looks so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't look good. I mean, like, it just looks so like dark and just like you can barely see it. Like, it because he's always like standing around the dark because you know that's Spider Man, right? Standing around in the yeah. dark. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, but like, you know, like he like you can barely see it anyway. So, like, it's it's just so like, then why'd you even make the fucking suit? We can't see it, it's so dark and edgy and gritty, and I can't see it. <laughs> I think it would have even if, if if we would have just got a dumb kid playing this role, it just would have justified that suit too even more. Like, oh yeah, he's trying to like put together this half like dark suit, trying to be cool, and you're like, right, all right, like I'm with it. I don't like it, but I see that it's a progression, you know, that it has to start. Because even with Toby's, it was like, oh, he. He was doing the wrestler suit and then he evolved into a superhero and we saw that so for this if like if it was a kid like and we established that as a peter parker growing then i think the suit would have been a little more justified and i but. do like that they he starts with like a really shitty suit with like the sunglass yeah. thing and like i like that shot where it's just like his head and we're following his head just like going through what the thing you know going through the city or whatever and we're just like doing a, that pov shot of just like his head and we're following the head um and i like that um and there's some visual things that i like about the movie i like the final swing for example i think mm. like especially when he's like the first thing he does in that montage at the end where he's like you know he's on the scaffolding things and he does the thing he pulls back and like and he goes oh, through yeah, all those like a, the slingshot yeah, the slingshot bit. Like, I thought that was visually really cool looking. But mm. but as a whole, yeah, visually, no. How do, how do we feel about uh, the web shooters? So, obviously, in the Sam Raimi movies, it was, uh, it was organic webbing. You know, it was through his arms. And we talked about this. Like, I didn't mind it so much, cause, maybe because I grew up with that idea. But, like, I don't mind that, like, he, it's in... It's in him, the the webbing or whatever. I think that kind of works with like, well, he is Spider Man, so like, if he is like a live human spider, like he would do that. But it's more comic accurate to have him like make the webs, right? Like that because he's so smart that like you know he's making it, right? So how do we feel as a whole about that? Um, I like it better with like the Tobey Maguire where it's already in him. I think that's really interesting and cool. Um. I, I just don't buy I don't buy it. I don't care how smart you are. Like I bet it's you could do it, but I just don't buy it. and it's not practical. <laughs> You'll you're going to run out at some point, right? Or no. I don't know the logistics. I don't I don't know. 
Honestly, I don't either. I guess eventually he runs out, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's the reason I don't like it, though. I'm like, well, that's stupid. Just make it in him so it's it's more realistic, I guess? I think yeah. with... Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll get... Uh, I'll let you talk in a second, Patrick. Sorry. Um, uh, but um, w- I think when it comes to... We talked about this before in Spider-Man 2 about like, comic accuracy versus creative freedom. I think this is the case of like... Yeah, it's okay to be a little free with it. Like, yeah, sure, he should just have organic webbing. I, I'm, I don't, I'm, don't mind it as much in the Holland movies. I think because they actually like take the time, like explaining that more, and it's it feels more realistic. Also, because like the, the connection of Tony Stark in the in Homecoming and all that, like that, you don't mind it so much. But with this, it's like one, how are you making it really? Two, you're not that smart. I don't feel like you're that smart. I know the movie's saying you're so smart and you write numbers on a fucking blackboard and it's like, whoa, you just did this crazy equation. And it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what did you just write? And I do I do like the moment when uh, Kirk Connors and him are talking and he does like the thing and he's like, hey, like, how'd you, like, how'd you do that? And he was just like, like just touch, you know touch, touching his head touching his brain, just like, mm, came from here. Right. And so that's a cute little moment. But like, besides that, it's like, yeah, I just don't really buy it. Like, it, once again, it's just, the beginning of the movie establishes, like, he's cool and he's fucking shredding on a skateboard and doing all this stuff. And it's like, wait, but also you're making webs? <laughs> it just doesn't quite gel. Um, yeah, I hated it when I first watched it back in the... back then. Um, but I was... I, I, I felt I was a little more forgiving to it um now just because of the mcu spider-man um and him being so reliant on gadgets that it like uh, that annoys and and in the video games he they address it so i was a little more forgiving i just wish there was more trial and trial and error like we just saw we we got like a 10 second montage of him like of it not working but even with Toby, we got more of him trying to figure out his power. Yeah, Tobey Maguire's just... Spider-Man fails constantly, and, constantly. and but then when he does succeed, it's like yes, yeah. yeah. So why couldn't his gadgets like fail at first? Like that would have been, and it would have made him a kid again. You know, I, I would just keep going back to this point. It would have been justifiable if he would have. They would have really leaned into being the sixteen-year-old. Uh, or 17 however old they are in this movie yeah yeah. um because imagine like fighting lizard and it's not working for the first fight and you're a kid not because of scary but exactly and you're like uh uh, uh, it would have been cool you know but even in spider-man or in the uh tobey mcguire ones that he loses his powers at some point yeah he starts to lose his powers and it's like oh that's that's really interesting it would be more likely for Andrew Garfield for that to happen because he made it himself. Yeah, you can't do that now. You can't do Spider Man two now because now it's it's you know it's webbing. So like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like being Spider Man. Oh, but I, you know I made this, so it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess it's gonna be fine for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just uh, yeah. We went, we can't do Spider Man two ever again. But but whatever. But um. That uh, the the problem really is it's just that it doesn't gel for me. That's it. I mean, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I'm fine with him making his own webs, it, and in a way, that's kind of cool. Like, oh, he's 
you know, he's a, you know, he's not passive. Like, you know, he's making the stuff too. Like, yeah. you know, like it's all should be at least like super earned. Like this is all him and his accord and everything. But yeah, it just, it, they just skim past it and it, nothing's felt <laughs> nothing, nothing has weight to it. Yeah. Nothing has weight to it. It's just like a plot device, like to move forward right yeah. now. And it's, that's exactly right. Just as I have one to it. Yeah. So as a whole, like, you know, we, yeah. So we, we started with like, yeah, Andrew Garfield's school, uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy. We kind of already mentioned all this stuff. So yeah, uncle Ben dies. Um, he goes to Oscorp and steals someone's badge. Fuck him. I hate him. And we, we play it for laughs, right? Like, Oh, he stole the guy's badge and look, the real guy's getting kicked down and he's screaming. It's funny. It's trying to be funny, and it's like no, that's that's such a shitty thing to do. <laughs> and a lot of movies have do- a lot of movies have done this, um, uh, and I hate it every time. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. The main character is a terrible person for doing this. Why are we making the other guy, the victim, like the butt of the joke? You know. Yeah. Also, wouldn't happen. You'd have to show your ID. I debunked it. Yeah, wouldn't happen. <laughs> wouldn't happen. Yeah. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. No. Sorry. Sorry about it. But, but yeah, so anyway, so like he goes to Oscorp, gets bitten by the spider, right? And there's like a million spiders. And of course, the story wise, they're kind of like setting up like, oh, Richard Parker, you know, he he used to work at Oscorp. And I'm here like, I don't fucking care. Are you kidding me? Like, this is like the kind of like in universe, like, oh, this is canon. Like the, but we're, it's, it's like the MCU. We're connecting so much. We're going to set things up and pay them off later. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, this is so boring to me. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Anyway, can we, can we see Spider-Man save a life? Like, that's what I like. Can we see Green Goblin, like, go, <laughs> I forgot they mentioned Norman Osborn in this movie. I forgot that. It's, so yeah. he is already, like, a thing in the universe, which is fine. Like, that that makes sense that he's a businessman, you know, in, at, at Oscorp. Oscorp yeah. And he's, like, dying. And so, like, with Kurt Connors, like, the, you know, the lizard, he's just a guy with, no, uh, with one arm. And the guy comes in. And the, oh, I forgot the actor's name, but... Uh, the like the guy that comes in, he's like, oh, Norman Osborn is sick. He's like yeah. a very famous uh, Bollywood uh, actor, and so like it was a yeah. Huge he's deal. in a Life of Pi. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so it was like this big deal that he was in this movie, you know, in, in India, I believe. Um, and he's barely in it. He's like yeah. a lackey. He's just like a lackey guy. That's like, well, we can't have Norman Osborn and be in this movie, so let's have this lackey guy come in and be like, hey, get. Norman Osborn, his cure. And it's like, uh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares about this? It's like, Norman Osborn, ooh, ooh. I don't care. Can we talk about th- this story? Can we do this story first? Thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's like, then he disappears in, the, uh, in that bridge scene, and we never see him again. There was a cut scene where, like, the lizard takes him underground and, like, uh, eats him. And it's like, where's that scene? We needed that scene. Where is that scene? So yeah, he's Spider-Man now. Uh, Emma Stone. They're they're sort of get going steady now. Um, invites him to dinner, and we meet Dennis Leary. Uh, before we get to Dennis Leary, um, uh, how, how do we feel overall about Dr. Kirk Connors slash the Lizard? Uh, who's uh, the actor's name is? Oh boy, uh, let me find it. It is. 
Uh, oh gosh, uh, resiphons. Yeah. They're resiphons. Yeah, I was about to say it's a, it's a hard it's a hard it's one a hard to... name. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we feel about him in this movie? Uh, his performance, the character. Yeah. I like him. Um, I like the actor. He's in uh, uh, Notting Hill, and he's also in The Replacements with Keanu. And so I, I kind of grew up with him being kind of like the the funny guy. Um, so do, seeing him do something serious is very uh, interesting. But I, I liked him. I, I thought that um, they didn't give him a lot to do. He was just kind of like, I'm bad. <laughs> Yeah. Or he's like, or he's like, I want another arm, and it's like, what yeah. else? Like, yeah. I, yeah, sure, I get it. That sucks, but like, but that's it. That's literally it. That that's so surface level to me. It's like and that's, that's very... all. That's why you're becoming this bad guy just because of that. I don't know. It just seemed yeah. like way too much for me. Yeah, and that's very interesting. It's an interesting predicament, but let's add on to that. Right. And there were scenes, there were cut scenes of him, like he had a son, and he talks to the son, like after school. All this stuff is cut, so that we can't, like, add that shit in. You know, that's not the movie, that's the cut stuff. So we can't, like, be like, oh, but the... Not in the movie, though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And also, like, how much cut stuff is there? The movie's, like almost two and a half hours oh long. get ready for spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 2 oh. there's even more cut stuff get yeah, ready dude no. get the buckle the fuck in hunter lasalle strap in baby anyway, yeah anyway I, yeah. I liked them they didn't give enough for him to do which is but you funny. like the character um i liked you like the actor but do you I like, like the, the character i don't know i don't know that's the thing it's like all right that he didn't do much i was like i don't i don't buy it as like oh this is the main villain so i guess not i guess no I so it's no okay i figured it was i just wanted to just say it yeah anyway yeah, yeah. uh patrick um i thought hmm, the answer is no but i think the good <laughs> uh, i think the physicality of like his work with being one arm was really impressive and same with Garfield, like we didn't really talk, but they worked so hard on their physicality of the characters and reading that he did research with like uh, with amputees and working with that. I thought that was really cool and you could see the physicality of it. But I mean, I don't want to bash his performance because he worked with all the cut stuff. So like that was his performance. Right. And like Connors is such a family person. That's his main conflict. And like the iteration of Lizard is like him should I do this to save myself or be a family person? And that's his main like crux with it. So, uh, so we missed all of it. So it makes it one dimensional and it doesn't make sense. His motivation to even turn the whole city into lizard. I, 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 I was lost when I watched it. Um, the first time I was lost when I watched it now, 10 years later. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool that the li like they picked the lizard. I remember thinking yeah. that when I saw it the first time, I'm like, oh, cool, they picked the lizard. Which yeah, because like what a great concept. Yeah. Yes, um, but kind of lame. Yeah, it's just kind of lame for me too. It's just like uh, clearly the worst villain we've got gotten so far in these Spider-Man movies because besides maybe like Venom uh, when he's Venom, but besides that, like Lizard is just like so nothing burger to me. Uh, it's just like such a generic, just like, I want to turn everyone into lizards. And it's like, why? 
<laughs> you know, it's like the, we never get a real concrete explanation. He's just like, they're stronger. And it's like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, great. Um, and yeah, maybe with that cuts, you know, content, we would have gotten like, as I said, like with the sun and everything, like, okay, family man versus like, I don't know, duty or whatever, <laughs> duty, you know what I mean? The responsibility. Um, and, you know, but yeah, we, we just get nothing. At least with Sandman, we got something. Sandman is not great, but like, at least we got like, he has a kid and he cares about the kid <laughs> and it's, and the kid's dying. And it's like, that's, hey, that's something. That's an explanation. This yeah. is just like, oh, stronger? Lizards yeah. are stronger? I want I can, an arm? I can use chemicals when I fight Spider-Man. Whoosh, whoosh, throw. <laughs> That's right. You got webs. I got chemicals, baby. Got chemicals. Oh, whoosh, oh, whoosh. High school chemical explosion. I think the CGI kind of looks good. Uh, some of it looks bad, but I think like it looks cool. I think when it when it's moving around fighting Spider-Man, it looks cool, yeah. but I don't. I won't. I, I I can't say the action's good though. I mean, like visually, yeah, like okay, that's kind of interesting. But like the action scene with our boy Stan, uh, great cameo yeah. by the way. As much yeah. as I dislike this movie, I think it's a great Stanley cameo. Yeah, top five Stanley cameo. I think. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Yeah. So funny. It's just so cute. It's like yes, perfect, perfect use of Stanley. But anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, it, 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 the, the action with him doesn't work. The characterization doesn't work. The performance, I'm sure, is good in those cut scenes. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm sure, I, I don't know if I've seen this actor in any other movie, but I'm sure he's a great actor and everything. But, um, but yeah, I just think it's just like such a perfect example of just like a dull superhero villain. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say too, like, I, I laughed a few times. Um, <laughs> oh, and, with the camera property of Peter Parker. Well, well that, that part I, I thought was dumb, and the, but I, I laughed when he was pouring the chemicals. I thought I just watching a big old lizard guy like do stuff is like is really funny. Even like when he's on the top of the building or whatever, and he's putting the vial and the whatever. I, I was laughing because I was like, this just looks really fucking funny. <laughs> Also, anytime he like moved his mouth, it was funny to me. <laughs> He's like, and it's like, get away from me. I hope he's good in No Way Home. I I hope he's cool, action wise, spectacle wise. Like it would be so cool to get him right, and I hope in No Way Home they get him right. But um, but I but yeah, that's that's really it. It's just like another especially this character and performance like such a big missed opportunity and yeah. he talks to himself too just like green goblin just like doc ock and it's like after the third time really maybe even fourth because venom kind of does that too it's the kind of back and forth thing so like so many times we've done this and this is like so uninspired it's like a really poorly edited scene where he's talking to himself like in his head and it's like this really rushed like okay i'm a villain I'm gonna go out and do villain things, and it's like we got there, but like, but it's so it was so rushed. It was just like you, it was clear that like they had other scenes, they cut it, and then they were like, "Fuck, we have this scene where he's walking around looking at his equipment. What are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, let's just have a stupid forced voiceover over the scene where <laughs> where we can have a way to just like, all right, move along. Like, okay, I'm bad now. 
Clearly that wasn't the scene's intention. Clearly that was in post. It's so bad. <laughs> so let's talk about Dennis Leary now. So we, we have a, a few scenes with him. He's basically like J. Jonah Jameson in this movie. Like he's against Spider-Man. He's like, oh, he's a menace. We don't have J. Jonah Jameson in this movie, by the way. Um, he, they were really struggling with like, do we just get jk simmons back to each to someone else like there was a a while where they were thinking like oh maybe hugh laurie um because he was he was gonna maybe show up uh jay jonah in the next one that doesn't happen they mention mm -hmm. him he does exist in the universe that we just never see him which is fucking weird but um but yeah so yeah he's not in this movie at all uh dennis leary is uh captain stacy um gwen stacy's father um, so against him in the d dinner scene, there, there's kind of a back and forth. Of like, I think he's a vigilante. Well, I think he's a hero. At this point, it makes no sense for Andrew Garfield to say that because he's definitely not a hero at this point. There's no... Because at least like in the other movies, like, okay, he has a point too, though. Both sides have a point. Yeah. Dennis Leary is the only one who has a point in that scene. He's a menace. He is a menace! <laughs> he's just a menace. <laughs> yeah, all his motivation is not for saving people. It's yeah. to find his his uncle's killer. He's honest <laughs> to God a menace. Yeah. <laughs> to society, to everyone. Oh, man, this movie is a mess to me. <laughs> oh, guys, talk about things you like. <laughs> you um, know what? I think Dennis Leary is uh, plays a New York cop well. I'm going to give it to him. Like I like he's I like the yeah, chief yeah. New York oh, yeah. guy, and like that threw me back into the city at least. Like the snobby, like New York, like thinks he knows everything, like sergeant. And I'm like, okay, we're back. We're back in New York. We're doing the thing. So as much as like the like his maybe like his lines don't make sense. Like at no. least like like I he got that image of of. Of, of Stacy, I think there are things that I like. Like I like like what? Um, uh, the ending. <laughs> when it ended. I like when it ends. <laughs> I like when it ended too. <laughs> I like the, the um. I think it's the last line. If it's or it's somewhere near the last line, where uh, uh, like oh, like don't make promises you can't keep, and then he goes, well, those are the best kind, and I was like, damn, he's such a cocky little Fuck. shit, and he does, and he didn't. Fuck learn. you. Yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that soon. Holy shit, I'm so yeah. mad about that. Like, anyway, well, I I understand why, but I I like that because it's like oh, it's like that makes, I mean, makes what whatever. sense? No, it doesn't. No, 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 it makes what happens in the next movie so much worse because it's like okay, oh, yeah, it was avoidable, and it I don't know. I I like it when when Peter Parker makes mistakes. I do. I like it. I, I totally I totally understand you saying that. I, I like when he makes mistakes too, but not at the end of the movie when it looks like it's a triumphant a triumphant uh, decision. You know? Like that's yeah. the end of the movie and you're making it look like, oh, this is great that he's doing this. This is a very like, yeah, Spider-Man. And it's like, no, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, stop. I, that's so you, selfish. And, right. and and also like the, what does he learn then he doesn't learn a thing i said before like through the performance and and mainly through the script and the and the characterization stagnant doesn't learn anything yeah it, it i wonder if they really 
wanted to play it like that like they wanted to play it up as like yeah because in my opinion in my head i was like oh this is sad well then they should have maybe did like what spider-man one did where it's like a swing but it's like kind of melancholic and it's kind of like all right he's doing his thing now you know it's bittersweet they should have done that then because then right after that scene there's this triumphant you know swinging scene that looks visually pretty cool but like once again it's like it's demonstrating and illustrating through visuals something completely different f than like what we just saw with with like him making the selfish decision then it's Go aunt ahead. may's fault blame her it's, she, it's all aunt may's fault terrible advice if she knows that's terrible advice and of course peter parker's gonna take aunt may's advice dude yeah. peter parker's a troubled kid in a tough world all right, he's got tough decisions. He's book you smart. Guys are you know? Look, all I'm saying is he's a menace. I'm, <laughs> yeah. You guys are J. Jonah Jameson. He's a menace. Freaking... <laughs> and I'm Uncle Ben. I'm I'm Team Peter. <laughs> team uh, Peter. Peter Poor Peter Parker. Peter Parker. You're Team Peter Parker. Um, but so what do you guys think about the final fight? Uh, uh lackluster for me yeah it's I, just every other superhero fight for me it's just like they're on top of a thing trying to stop a thing yep i like i think i said this in spider-man 2 but i was like oh like usually with superhero movies i'm like all right final fight i know what's gonna happen all right spider-man 2 i didn't think that and now I'm back to thinking that again. I'm like, can we just get it over with, please? Lizard should end this young Spider-Man's life. And I don't know why. Right, that's the thing. Because like with Doc Ock, we kind of mentioned, or I did anyway, in our Spider-Man 2 episode. Like, if it was just, if it really just came down to a fight, I think Doc Ock would have won. But I think because Spider-Man is so em empathetic. And so like, you know, I want to reach out to you. You know that that's why he wins the fight it's not a fight but you know a battle of ideologies or whatever right which is so much more interesting to me than just a fight this is just a fight and and mm -hmm. spider-man would have should have lost yeah because <laughs> he's a little shit who's who wants revenge and then but then uh it becomes a hero i guess by the end because because of you know maybe a good scene with the the kid and everything but besides that like there's not a lot of uh, I don't know. Uh, there's not a lot of. Uh, there's not a reason really besides that to like. Why is he a hero? You know. No. Mm -hmm. So uh, he defeats the bad guy. Dennis Leary dies. He's like, don't tell Gwen. And we kind of mentioned this already, but yeah, the ending is all about him. You know, like, oh, should, you know, should I keep the promise of like, you know, not uh, interfering with Gwen's life anymore? You know, putting her out of danger. And he decides, no, I, I. I'd still want to be with her. And so that's how the movie ends. We go swing, 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 swing. Birds, swing, swing. The end. We'll leave it at that for now. That's Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I just think it's a bad movie. And it's such an uh, unfortunate miscalculation to me. It's kind of the perfect example of like, why do people, why do people hate superhero movies? You show them this movie and you kind of get it. <laughs> and it's like, I love superhero movies. I think at their best, they're so either hopeful, optimistic, and, and they say something about the human condition um, in either optimistic ways or like really like tragic, dark ways, like with Batman and like, you know, optimistic ways with, with Spider Man and, and Superman and, you know, Wonder Woman, like all these things. Uh, 
but with this, it, it just doesn't say all that much about anything, and that's why I hate it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and and in the credits, they have, like, a little tease, like, okay, so the, the lizard's in jail, right? Um, and we got, like, this shadowy figure, he's got a trench coat, he's got a hat, he has a silly voice, and he's like, have you told him about his father? And it's like... I don't care. And, you know, it's like, uh, we're setting up more shit about the dad and the mom and the Oscorp and, wow, they really want to do what Marvel's doing and it's just like, boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunate. Are you excited, Hunter, about finding out about his parents? Yeah. Hunter, are you locked in? Are you locked in about the whole parents locked thing? locked in? Yeah, I am, guys. Daddy, I am. Daddy Parker. I, again, Daddy Parker. Again, yeah. again, Daddy Parker. Again, I like this movie. It's fine. It's fine. I think I like it. The more I think about it, I think I like it a, just a, like that much more than Spider-Man Three. Because Spider-Man Three. Really, you like, like it more than Spider-Man Three? I think I do. I think it's a. I think Spider-Man Three is a, a movie that is a mess. Oh, yes. We could both agree it is a mess, but made me like tear up. I can't say that about this movie. It didn't yeah, make me I, feel anything. This movie but, made me feel but, nothing. But we gotta, we gotta. I sorry, keep going. Hunter. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I, no, I no. think like this is an origin story, though, right? And like, I like no excuse. Spider Man One made me cry like a bitch, and that's an origin movie. Okay, but like, like I said, he's Peter Parker's an adult at the end of the of spider-man like he's still a kid he, we end in the classroom and we're left with a hundred different plot devices that's why i like i see this as like a pilot episode of a movie of a two-hour it should be a movie it shouldn't hour. be a, it shouldn't be a well, dull pilot episode yeah i i get it but we i think we i i think it has more potential than we're for like then we have we have to recognize that it it made viewers want a second one even if it like wasn't as strong as the sam remy's movies yeah i guess i guess a lot of people wanted to know about peter parker's parents again it's yeah. it's different than the raimi movies where i don't i again uh, patrick like you're saying like he's 16 years old and like i feel like he doesn't know what like a hero is you know, and that's a. But he's Spider-Man. He's got to know by when he's Spider-Man. He that makes know. no sense. He doesn't have to know. Then what's the that. arc? Huh? Nothing, because well, it's a pilot well, episode. No, well, no, I don't. Exact. I don't think that he has to know what a hero is by the end of the first movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he's a hero. I, but people call him a hero, hero when he's considered a hero. He should know. No, what but, a, what no, a but hero listen. He's, but he's a hero by accident. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's I mean? wow. That's really compelling storytelling no, no, right okay, there. Listen, oh, I'm a hero. Oh man. No, but li listen, listen. I know. I know. We're getting into it. No, but listen. All right. In the first like few minutes of the movie or whatever, he he tries to save the kid that's getting bullied. So he has it in him. But now he has all of the like he has the. Ability I shouldn't wait for another movie to like ha have a satisfying conclusion. The movie itself should be, a, even if it's not a complete character arc, it should be already a satisfying conclusion. Makes a wrong decision. Makes a selfish choice. Whatever. But, like, it has to be something. It can't just be, like, 
Well, uh, wait for the next one when we find out who Peter Parker's parents really were. It's like, uh, who cares? It's so boring. See, that's that's not why I, I like the movie. That because they. I'm not saying that's why you like the movie, but I'm just saying that like I'm so confused why why you like that arc then of the Peter Parker thing. Yeah, I I I think Patrick, I think you put it um pretty good. It's like a pilot episode. It's like there's there's these. It's like I was yeah for an arc I, to grow. Out of. I was more intrigued with the him finding Uncle Ben's killer at the end. That I remember walking out of the theater because I actually hate how they did it in Sam Raimi's movies. I think it was lazy and stupid, and that was the biggest fault. And and when I left that movie and they showed the picture, I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be sick if he gets like and he goes and kills Uncle Ben's killer." That's what I was looking. But Spider Man doesn't kill in a second. Well, he doesn't know he doesn't kill yet. You know? <laughs> but that's the whole thing. You guys are keep saying like, oh, he doesn't know that yet. He doesn't know this yet. And it's like, oh, but like, that's not what Peter Parker and Spider-Man's all about. Like, like, it's not like, oh, we'll get to that later. It's like, no, let's get to it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, no. it's like, this is like the MCU, like talking like, oh, this is gonna, it'll, it's all right. It'll be better later. That's, that's not like, that's not a good thing to me it's not like I, oh well we'll just maybe it'll be better later that's like oh i don't know i just don't want i feel like uh, we're we're all like abused house housewives not right now just going like oh maybe maybe he'll be better next time well i think it's interesting to see maybe he won't hurt me this time well you know what i mean i'm, I'm i i think it's inter interesting to see if he if he finds out what a hero is because it's like well, I, yeah i can't wait for him to find out you know it's like you see what i mean though it's like oh i can't wait to find out next movie yeah, I, I but like it should peter, be already this movie <laughs> peter parker didn't like read the comments about or uh the comics about peter parker so he doesn't know you know what i mean he doesn't know this is his origin story so i and i get and i get it being an origin story but the origin story the point of having an origin movie is he starts from one place and goes to another. If he's just stagnant, why did we watch the movie? I don't think he's stagnant. You can't defend that. I don't think he's stagnant, though. Really? What did he learn? Besides, uh, you know, like, saving people from Lizard. I don't I don't think it's, like, what he learns. I think it's, Oh, uh, like... then that's not a good, a good well, character arc. Well, well, Nick... He's gotta he learn does... something. He does. He does. You can't say it. He does learn a little bit. He does. He does love himself a little more than he. Than Great. He the really confident Peter Parker likes himself a, a lot more. Great. Yeah, he does. Well, no, I know. Mean, I, I hear you, though. I, I, I hear you. I mean, though. obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm joking a little bit, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, he learns like a couple of things. Like, it's not like he learns absolutely nothing, but it just seems none of it has weight and none of it seems like it's really affecting him all that much which is why i'm saying like he's so stagnant also i think it might be a little bit more realistic that like a guy that is all right so he's a nerd he doesn't get the girl he doesn't do all this stuff and now he's finally like it almost seems like he has it all right he's got it's kind of the man of steel argument where it's like oh well he'll be superman in the next one and it's like Look, I get, like, making your heroes flawed and making them, you know, like, make mistakes. But, like, once again, Tom McGuire, like, he was flawed. He made mistakes. But, like, at the end, the, it, was a, it was a movie with a beginning, middle, and end. A character arc where we got from one place to another. You know? That's not a... This is not a movie to me. This is just, like... This is, like, the worst, like, kind of example of, like, these kind of franchise 
films where it's just like, oh, we'll do cool stuff and iconic stuff, or not even iconic stuff, just like, we'll do the stuff you want to see in the next one, we promise. It's like, ugh, that's so boring. All right, I, I I do see what you're saying. Okay, at least I, you see what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying. Oh, no, no. Okay. I and I think I I think I agree with you a little bit, and I think if amazing again, I don't know what I'm going to think about it. Uh, the next one this time around, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. One. I mean, I know you've seen it already, but I I'll be interested to see like you know if you'll be like worth it, <laughs> or you'll be like oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that I think if we travel back to 2012, because again, I saw this movie theater, and you know what, I did like it as a kid, exactly. and I think it was I think because part of my brain like tricked me into thinking oh they'll do better next time. It's okay, they'll but do I, better next time, and that's delusional. <laughs> But again, I don't think we should let the Raimi movies taint our perception of. I'm not. I'm not even really comparing the the Raimi movies so much. It's more just like I want you to tell a story, and it's not real. It's telling like maybe half of one. I I can yes I I see, okay. I see that and I, and I think if the second one like let's just imagine a world where everybody yeah, where the second one's not out yet yeah yeah or even like imagine a world where the second one is out yet and it freaking killed it was so good oh then this movie is so good you know what yeah, i mean i don't know if that would be the case though even if we got an amazing amazing spider-man yeah. 2 i don't know if i i i would just be like oh that's better like a uh, bo boring start but then it got better i remember when i first saw it thinking like this should have been a tv show uh that's and that's still my thought is like this arc works for a cw spider-man 16 year old show of like there's so many of these plots where are they gonna go you're right it doesn't really work as a movie right it, it falls short of a movie because it's they don't connect enough things hmm. but do i still find parts enjoyable and am i still intrigued to see where they go yes okay That's so fun. you're you're intrigued with uh like what like the gwen stacy stuff I'm intrigued. Like I said, I'm intrigued with finding Uncle Ben's killer because that was what you was trying to do before. I see. With taking Spider-Man 2 out of it, Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. you, you're like, oh, is he going to find Uncle Ben's killer? Okay, that's because fair. I, I think as a kid, I think as a kid, I was I was intrigued about that too. I think I, as a kid, I was yeah. like, "Oh, is he gonna find out?" Especially because with Spider Man, we were left. I was I was left unsatisfied by that whole like Uncle Ben's killer Sandman type of. Design. Yeah, well, I, I I didn't really like that stuff either in Spider Man. Yeah. So I, like, I thought that was a silly retcon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I was like, with the star tattoo, like I, that's what. It, excited me about the next movie and then of course it just went to shambles yeah it didn't, I, I, nothing happened yeah I, nothing happened but i just have to remember when i watch it in 2012 why i didn't get as mad as i wanted to which it. is an interesting thing about franchises yeah. now you know like force awakens and whatever like the, like because of what we know now do we still like the movie uh, so i think we agree on this ultimately yeah, I, and i think i think you guys just give this one a little bit more of a pass because you like the yeah. the, the setup or you like the potential even yeah. though you know yeah. or at least patrick you know for certain that like it doesn't pay off for you and we'll see if it pays off for you hunter but i to but i i totally get your saying i just i just don't even like the setup that's yeah. my problem is that like and for me it, it doesn't pay off so but but also just like for this movie because it doesn't have a, a satisfying like 
arc or it doesn't have like just like a full circle kind of thing I can't watch this like standalone, like as a standalone movie. That's the problem, and that's why I don't like the movie. But I also totally hear what you're saying. Yeah, the the ghost of Martin Sheen's gonna come for you, Nick. I think he's coming and, for me. And the ghost of Dennis Dennis Leary. Keep her out of it. Keep, Keep her, her out, out of it. it. Keep her out of it. <laughs> Do it. Do you hear me? I'm about to die. Keep her out of it. Sometimes the best promises are the ones you can't keep. I am selfish. Maybe I'll be right. better in the next one. Bye. Thwip. 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 Yeah, what do you? What are you guys? Let's let's finish this up. What are you guys' ratings? Uh, I give it a four out of ten. I think it's pretty bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but and I, I don't know if it's the worst Spider-Man movie. That might be the next one. But uh, but this is by far the worst Spider-Man movie yet. We've uh, tackled. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't really feel all that much. And that's, I think my biggest problem really. I mean, like, yeah, sure. Things, movies can set up things, but I have to care about the characters. I have to care about what's going on to be excited for what's coming next. And this movie definitely did not do that for me. Patrick. Yeah. I'm going to give it, um, a 5.5. Um, and because I, when I saw it, it was a 5.5 that could move up to a 6.5 to a 7 if the sequel was great in my head when I first saw it. But now that I know it's it's a solid downtrending 5.5. Yeah. Um, I think I gave Spider-Man 3 a 6.5. So I think I'm going to give Amazing Spider-Man a 6.8. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> interesting yeah, i like it i like it a little bit more and it's not but not that much more but not that much more yeah. like i and again i like spider-man like I, I like spider-man 3 it's just a little bit of a mess and i like this movie it's just a little bit of a mess so yeah yeah <laughs> no i mean those those two spider movies have a lot in common they're both messes yeah so here's to hoping amazing spider-man <laughs> do you remember liking it hunter i do Okay. I don't. I don't think I will this time. I'm honestly I, gonna be so intrigued with what you think, Connor. I yeah, really, yeah. I'm really so intrigued. Again, my when did this come out? I think I was 15. 2012. When, yeah. 2012. Or, no, I, I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out like 2014. 2014. Yeah. yeah. So I think I must have been like 15, maybe 16. I remember liking it and being like, "Oh yeah, that was good." <laughs> well, I. Never mind. I'll save my thoughts for the next time. But uh, Patrick O'Connor, thank you so much for being such no. a wonderful guest. Thank you, guys. Uh, so join us for Amazing Spider-Man 2 next week. Uh, we have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where we do video versions of our episodes. Um, and Joey Dalton, thank you so much for the amazing artwork. Uh, I'm going to turn everyone to lizards. Because they're stronger, right? Yeah. I, sure. I yeah. want a tail. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Bye. Bye, folks. <laughs>